0: Check out Binesi Inc., First Nations owned and operated branding, web and graphic design, app development, and more. You're listening to Garbage Show, one of its first podcast network. You can attend a live taping of Witch Police Radio for free on October 1st at Torque Brewing. Visit our Facebook page for more information. All right, welcome to uh, Witch Please Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and we are in a bookstore. I'm here with Mira Black. And uh, yeah, thanks for meeting me on uh, Lunch Hour. It's kind of, yeah, a, yeah. usually the show's done at night, so it's kind of a different thing. But yeah. um, So I, I guess the first place to start with you is maybe just, I mean, you have a show coming up September 10th, and that kind of seems like the best place to kind of get into things. So.
1: Yeah, September 10th at the uh, Franco-Manitoban Cultural Center but it's in the uh,
0: Pauline Bouton Hall. Is it a little round one? Yeah. yeah that's a pretty the, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. so nice
1: because of the sight lines and then the energy of that, um, rather than straightforward, I'm going to really sure. enjoy.
0: Sure. And this is, I mean, usually when I'm talking to people who are about to put on a show, it's usually the typical kind of CD release party, things like that, but this is a little bit different. This is a, a show show, and I, do you want to just kind of explain the basics of how it works, and yeah. what it is you'll be doing? So this is
1: based on a book that I'm writing. I've been working on it for about three years since my father died. Some of it burst out of me. And so the foundation of the book is actually around a a breakdown experience through to a breakthrough experience. So it's following our hero through different healing properties and principles. from psychotherapy and pharmaceuticals all the way to ayahuasca to meditation okay. to mindfulness practice, all that her commentaries on not only her experience through the healing and what's arising for her, um, and also from a from a feminist perspective. From when I say feminist, I mean from the fact that it's a woman who sure. is speaking sure. and her um, struggle to organize her thoughts and her mind and, and her life. And okay. So that's the principle, but. This show that I'm launching is about the second level of my project, which is a fable that's going to weave in and out. Okay. So the fable is about these two gods who have witnessed the kind of shock and pain of this woman. And so the catalyst of her breakdown kind of woke them up. Okay. And they want to do something. And the universe says to them, well, nah, these humans are kind of, you know, they're at war and right. this is the problem. And so they're like, no, we're going to fix it but they do fall to earth and uh, forget. So it's the forgetting of these gods who are in this human experience and how they communicate with each other, yin and yang, light and dark, objectification, fornification, and how they're kind of trying to figure out how to be um, humans and how to communicate and function. So what I'm launching and what I'm
0: presenting on the 10th is the music and the poetry that these two communicate with to each other. There's a very involved... I mean, there's a lot of story there, obviously. And so how much of um, how much of that is... I guess the better way of asking is, how does that translate to the music? And how do you take that, that idea and the overall kind of storyline, and how do you translate that to songs and to poems, I guess, as well? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm a storyteller, fundamentally. I have an instrument that people enjoy, and I've spent a lot of time with musicians. Right. Um, and then in the last five years, a lot of time with spoken word artists. Okay. So... I'll be presenting the music in the store, inside the context of where they were burst out of. So okay. I'm very lyric based, and uh, the spoken word itself is very a uh, hope communicative about these experiences. So they're they kind of the heart opening moments or the heart closing moments, right. the fear and the triumph. So I'll be unraveling um, the actual f- function of the story itself just by speak because you know like sixty seconds of telling a. A moment. So hopefully, I'll be painting uh, that picture enough for the audience to experience it. It's not a book reading, right? right? Well, there's obviously the musical element, which changes it. It does, yeah. yeah. And the and the spoken word is is most of what will be told from the actual content.
0: Is this intended to be uh, kind of taken in as 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 the full story from start to finish, or can you can people bits and pieces? Yeah.
1: Yeah, good question. Yeah, no, it's bits and pieces. Um, be- at the very beginning, I'm just going to give a con- good context. Okay, right. Basically, what I just said to you at the beginning of the interview, sure, yeah, except yeah. with a little more pizzazz, right.
0: more flair, <laughs> and yeah. more a little yeah. more flair yeah.
1: and some, you know, b- piano. <laughs> but um, the yeah, it will be in pieces and in chunks. However, there, I'm 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 going to be unfolding it. At the very beginning, it will be kind of um, very different than the very end. Okay. So there will be a thread. But it's, like I say, it's not
0: going to be me reading a book right. or telling the story
1: per se. Right. It's not a play. Well,
0: and I guess the reason I was asking whether it could be separated into individual parts is because, I mean, is this something you could, at a later date, perform individual sections of this? Yeah, as?
1: I hope so. And, and there's places that I think the um, po- a poem and a song that I've put together with a little bit of a story to lead in could be a box, right, right an
0: experience, because it's all bursts of experience, okay. right? And how do you... Um, I mean, because obviously this is a very personal thing that you've been involved in. How do you translate that to the other people you're playing with? Like, how do you, how do you get them involved to kind of... Mm, the musicians. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, this is another reason why the title of your show yeah. brought me to... to thought, oh, well, I want to talk to this guy. <laughs> um, well, just the idea. I mean, in contemporary culture, the word witch has really been... Kind of squashed and ripped up, and right. Halloween and Halloween, Halloween yeah. and this is nothing to do with yeah. the actual. Um, I mean, all the concepts that we now have trended about mindfulness right. and manifestation, um, calling that to ourselves. If you can see it, you can believe it. These are all principles of what once witchcraft yeah. quote in large scare quotes. So, when to answer your question directly. It's my job to envelop them. I don't okay. necessarily need to explain pieces to them, and in, um, in a in a perfunctory way, it's um, the music itself will speak to them. I want them to be painting as well, so okay. I want them to feel it. Okay, and so it's about energy. Well, it's all about energy.
0: First of all, I'm glad that my ridiculous name of my show is actually meaning something to someone, <laughs> but because usually people are like, "What is that?" and it, 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 there's not a very interesting story behind it. I'm not going to get into it, but um, so. How, how, I guess how much of the the playing? I mean, this is is it is it jazz based the, the music for this or? The,
1: well, that's the musicians are jazz musicians. Right. Yeah. So I can fairly at some of the names say and, yeah. they are jazz. Yeah, they are jazz musicians. Um, however, they're also so open hearted, so open minded sure. individually. Like these are men I picked specifically for their instrumentation. Yes, okay. their talent absolutely, but also. For how I feel when I am in the music with them. Okay. Are right? they
0: are they improvising and contributing and things like that? Or yes, is it? Okay. they
1: will be improvising. There will be impro- improvisation um, aspects. There are also places where I have taken music to them that come out of me um, in my limited capacity as an instrumentalist. Right. And so when they feel it and say, What about this? and then, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a cool, cool thing. So, yeah.
0: Um, so, who, who, who is this going to appeal to? I mean, obviously there's people who know your music and have heard you before, and this is, this is obviously a little different, but what's the audience for this? Because there's so many elements to it that are maybe different from a typical concert or... or you know. Yeah.
1: I have a bit of a, a soundbite that comes up sure. first, which is that the more authentic I am to my experience, the more it's going to touch yours. Okay. So the audience is everyone and anyone who's willing to be open-minded and... and, right. and and open-hearted in, in their own way, or at least allow me to open their heart for a moment. Sure, sure. So, But I think um, that definitely... I think I I, I am um, drawn by intellectuals, okay. academics, and that is a wide word, but I, I think that if you think of yourself as an intellectual, you know what I'm saying. Right. Artists and musicians who um, are interested in... Someone's deep experience. Someone who is good with holding space for the depth of conversation and we can use whatever word divine we can use the word god we can use the word spiritual I don't like the word spiritual that right. much i get that people use that word um wiccan witchcraft buddhist you know right. all of that muslim like this is about talking like i don't want to have conversations about how you describe god quote right. unquote i want to have the conversation about what comes up for you when okay. you have that picture in okay. your mind so it's those people
0: <laughs> well, it's, that's interesting. No, I, I like that idea because I uh, I'm not a religious person but I do listen to a lot of spiritual music and I feel like even though I don't necessarily believe in the same thing that's being sung about I can feel the emotion behind it and the feeling behind it and that is what draws me to it, right? Like it doesn't I don't have to I mean it can be a song about anything really, and if I I don't have to relate directly to the experience to feel the passion coming through it or, or what is affecting the person delivering it. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. Again with authentic personal Expression of of the divine, however right. you define that, connects us. If, if right. you allow it, it, it connects us. And so that's what I'm really I'm trying to
0: do for myself. Okay. Okay. Is mm-hmm. this uh, is this something that's going to be done in the future again? I mean, are you gonna? It's just a one-time thing, or yeah, is it gonna? No.
1: I hope it will be done in the future. Um, this particular launch has a lot to do with a coming home and opening up again. I right. haven't performed in three years. Right. And performed it anywhere? I, not well. I haven't performed this way. Okay. I've done, I've sat in. I've done some spoken word. I've done some house concerts with close friends who've right. been like, "Okay, we, we love you. Please look up." That's like, a bit different, though, right? It's so, very different. Yeah. And I've done a couple shows in Calgary with a really great band. Okay. But it was very like at a jazz room for a jazz series, right. so it's a bit limiting. Whereas I'm uh, I'm taking off the limits now, and I'm presenting this for the first time okay. in this way. Okay. So when I say that, it's that I'm going to be. I'm um, recording and, and um, videotaping it okay. so that I can fundraise. Fundamentally as an artist, I need the funding to sit and finish the book. Sure.
2: Just when you'd given up when everything fell apart. Someone walks into the room convincing you Everything will be alright Wonder if this could be some Figment of my imagination Then you look me in the eye Start believing Everything will be all right Ask me to hold on I am strong enough This time with my eyes wide Won't stop the falling down Here we are at the start, two little broken hearts, walking in the fire, everything, everything will be alright.
0: And is this going to be released? Like, are you releasing the audio from it and everything too? Yeah,
1: really? yeah. Well, I want to get in the studio cool. um, and, uh, and you know, produce. Uh, I'm, I may do it in three different sections as well as one. So the book stands alone as well okay. as the music. But an ebook would be great.
0: Great. Right, it would be easier to, to get out yeah, there. Right? Yeah, yeah, get
1: out there. And also then it's my voice reading it and sure, contributing yeah, yeah. and singing in inside the book as well right. as the music coming in. And you can press the buttons and download it. And yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Is, is this something that would have a different impact um, in a live setting, like what you're doing on the 10th, versus someone listening to a studio-recorded version of it? Or is it going to come through the same either way? I don't know.
1: Um, I have always struggled with recording. Um, I, I It's just the energy. Uh, maybe that's about finding the uh, right environment or the right maturity in myself. Right. But I've always had a hard time capturing live onto um, into a studio and yet there's always a certain aspect of live that is challenging right you know to be so because it's the one one shot right? the one can't, shot yeah, can't tweak it, yeah. yeah I've been given ideas by different producers and musicians to formulate that specific live. okay people come to this live recording and we're gonna probably do this over and over yeah, again yeah. But please be here for your energy so something like that will probably happen okay
0: because yeah. yeah it seems like much a more immersive experience than it's just so listening to songs. Yeah. thank yeah. you yeah it's experiential and um what was I, I had a question for you and i just lost it because the song started it's the music <laughs> yeah, and
1: i'm also distracted it's, it's i don't know if you guys can hear me type if you can't hear yeah. us <laughs> well oh, no, good no. morning simon
0: they'll, they'll hear it later anyway right so it'll, it'll be good it'll be good so um you were originally from here but you're living in calgary now is that right or are you back here
1: I am here for the season, and okay. it's a it's a really complicated story about why um, here Calgary, Calgary here here Calgary, and um, those th- those who will come and survive the end of my show to the end of my show will actually hear what that's about. Okay. There's a there's a um, my muse is in Calgary, okay. and how that um, musical and spiritual and um, intimate relationship unfolds is sort of. Nebulous in this culture, and, right. and uh, so I'm here, I'm home because home is just. Uh, Winnipeg just has a juiciness for me. Yeah. The art community is different than anywhere else in the yeah, world it's it's, 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 that it's, it's, I've been.
0: I, I hear that a lot, actually. People who leave and come back, and it's because, yeah, they, whether they're doing music or writing or painting or whatever, it, this is there's something here.
1: Yeah, there's something here, and uh, thank you. There's all telling me again here. Okay, okay. Thanks, How Laurie. About, about, yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, I've never been to the one thing I'm curious about is Germany. I've heard a lot about okay. people who have come to Ber, gone to Berlin and had an experience of Winnipeg and actually equate the two. Oh, really? There's what's just what's the bit, connection? Like, I, I think it's the what's the connection? There's
0: like I've never been there either, so it's, it's
1: energetic. Okay. I use that word a lot, but uh, it's it has to do with the energy and the vibrancy of like there's a there's an almost a primal, animalistic okay. nature to Winnipeg music and musicians. Even you know, And yet, at the same time, a chill factor. And yeah. I think that's
0: similar, similar what, in Berlin. What do you think causes that? Because this is something that comes up a lot. I mean, I've been doing this for, like, five years now, interviewing primarily local musicians. And, huh. I mean, everyone sort of has a different idea about why Winnipeg is what it is, right? And why why the community is so good here and the, the obvious answer is oh it's cold people are indoors it's
1: cold yeah the winter is a big thing do you
0: think there's something else to it though or do you think when it, like, what is it about Winnipeg that generates so much creativity
1: I think for me anyway it has to do with the support on top of it right so sure there's an energy to you know Chicago I lived in Chicago okay. for a few years okay. there's an energy to Chicago that's like yeah and there's a there's a depth of, of the, the people there right. right there's a culture there that's very vibrant as well but I the, the, the community here is very very lush yeah you don't even have to like someone's music to go oh so-and-so's playing let's go let's stop it
0: for sure yeah. let's yeah. have
1: a glass of wine because a we want them to succeed like if people want you to win yep you know and we we get in Winnipeg I you know I think it's my opinion we have to practice saying that a lot right <laughs> this is my opinion um, in Winnipeg we get that you have to you have to kind of be crap for a while, and be crap in front of people who love you for a while right. until you find your own mastery, right? You have and to face those barriers, and we get it. Plus, we want the, the we want the places to stay alive, right? That's true. so many of them, go away.
0: Yeah, 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 So it's the underdog kind of thing, right? People, the, you support your friends even if they're no good at it, because right. they're eventually going to they, they stick yeah. with it. Yeah,
1: yeah, because they're they're good at it's their heart. It's the heart we believe in, right. and, and it's almost like once you're sort of great and have some notoriety, then yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to buy a ticket for that so much anymore.
0: Right. <laughs> Unless they come back after many years. That's doing true. It right, yeah. So when did you originally leave Winnipeg?
1: Hmm, That is a long question that I will. Yeah, because I, I left at 18 months and I came back at 14 years okay. and then I left again touring with and Inclined. Right, right. And I was going to see
0: what they actually do because yeah, I like
1: that. Yeah, I toured for seven years with them, in and out, in and out, in and out. And then I, I tried to be a normal for a while, for like a decade. <laughs> that didn't really take. And I left again and went to Montreal, went to okay. Chicago, went to. You know what I mean? I lived in uh, Toronto for a short, short time. So I didn't is really this sort take,
0: of a constant? Is Winnipeg sort Winnipeg of Winnipeg is like,
1: my back home. Yeah. And we, that's another joke we all make. Like nobody really knows. Leaps.
0: No, you can't. You start, you know. You're stuck. You're, you're tied <laughs> to it, right? Right. So yeah, I guess I mean that's maybe a good a good segue to talk about acoustically inclined. Like I, I was, I started getting into local bands right around the time uh, mid '95, maybe '94, '95. So a lot of my friends had at least one of the acoustically inclined tapes, and so tapes. I, 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 oh. I, I didn't I never actually had it, but I, I certainly heard it a lot. So I mean, what was the um, uh, when how long has that been around for? Five years or so. Or acoustically inclined.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We well, they started as a busking um, ensemble right. in like eighty eight, eighty nine. Okay, so it's even before that. Yeah. So and then I joined right out of um, around nineteen ninety. Okay. Basically, just by singing uh, in the crowd, like I learned a bunch of their tunes and was like, and hey, I, you know, and they just heard <laughs> oh, me cool, and yeah. more learn more, 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 more. I had a crush on the guitar player, which right. is. No one was surprised. <laughs> and then it moved into a love of, of the music. Yeah, and, yeah. and then the love of these brothers that taught me. I could say everything I know about... Foundationally, those men taught me everything I know about music. And a
0: lot of them are still making music, right? I mean, yeah, Luke DeSex with yeah, White Horse, exactly, Richard yeah.
1: Moody with everybody, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, there's a lot. And in in, so... Uh, they're
0: so talented, like, we're with Nico Case, like, they're right, just yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Beta Hilly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool that when that happens, when you have a band of people in the it's there's a few bands from Winnipeg where that's kind of gone on, yeah. where they spread out, and then it's like, well, wow, this person is in this, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how, where did you go from there? I mean, after that, that ended, were you mostly focused on, on solo music, or did you. Yeah,
1: so after, when Acoustically Incline broke up, it broke up in a really. Um, difficult way, I will say. Okay. Which is a whole other story and not
0: mine to tell. For well a se. lot of bands that's the case, right? Yeah, and it was
1: really difficult the way it broke up and I it broke my heart. It really the fir- my first real heartbreak and I was disillusioned about music and I decided that my family was right and I, I really should get a real so I that's why I said about becoming normal. a normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried very hard to become a normal. I got a degree in psychology and I started working social services. I'm okay. a family counselor. Okay. Uh, now I've grown to the to the counseling and um you know, got married, got some beautiful stepchildren and yep. little dogs, and a house, and a you know van, and it didn't take okay. very much. Didn't take. I I wasn't playing music at all. Decidedly, I wasn't writing. Put my, all my journals away. Right. Um. And but I literally became sick, very physically ill, and I when I unravelled it all and got back to art um it was i it was that it was i was that's fixed it, the it, fixed, ended, it. Yeah, okay. fixed it fixed i mean if i'm fixed right right but, but yeah that, that one know, problem that was piece yeah, yeah. yeah the the inauthenticity was it was almost like eating like keeping poison in your mouth right right you mm-hmm. know and not allowing it to land. So that's how it felt when i finally went right. <laughs> um and you um, needed to get it out i needed to get it
0: out
2: When I look at the moon, I'm thinking of you, and every new tune reminds me of you, wide awake in my room, just thinking of you, believing in you, it's true, I'm dreaming. I can taste your inspiration I am the hand you crave I'm the great illusion The impossible connection I understand the game Be brave and be real When I am with you This pose is ideal Wrapped all around you Nothing to conceal Brings me back to you You know how i 100...
0: And so, so what were you doing then at that point? Was it once you once you got it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the next it out, step that's kind of not a perfect metaphor because no, but it <laughs> makes sense though. It does make sense. It's a little gross, but it makes sense. Yeah.
1: The I st- that's when I really discovered um, jazz for the first okay. time. Really, I mean, I'd always heard and listened to. Mm, kind of, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, Frank sure, Sinatra, yeah. Mel Torme, and I grew up on, you know, on a lot of that too. But I then I started seeing the jazz in Joni Mitchell. Okay, yeah, and she definitely has a strong jazz. Tom so, yeah. Waits, and then then sort of Sarah Vaughan, okay. Cannibal, Adder, Cannibal Adderley Cannibal Adderly and then Miles Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, you know, yeah. just
1: um, and really getting the the mystical qualities of sound. Sure. And then the spontaneous composition through, um, actually, the Kirby's from University okay. of Manitoba, okay. when they came in and kind of bulldozed and went, all right, how are we going to get this stuff? Right. And so they, I was one of those people who, like, huh? Um, and so I learned about spontaneous composition and what all the practices of mindfulness and presence have to do and facing your barriers toward your mastery. Right. That I, I learned all about, like, looking at myself and what is it that's keeping me from telling the truth. Okay. So I started doing do truth work through that and, and the music of jazz brought all of that to me.
0: So. Is it, was that just as a vocalist, or were you playing instruments?
1: Vocalist. vocalist? No. As a vocalist, I started playing instruments um, very late in life. Okay. I tried a few times and would and give up because, and I've, I've unraveled this, I, st- I gave up on playing instruments because I was surrounded by these amazing instrumentalists. Right, so
0: you didn't need to do it. Were, I didn't
1: need to. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. just It wasn't just about, com- oh, I'm crappy beca- compared to them. Yeah. It was because they just were so... Oh, Here's what I want to hear, and and my voice was at a level that I wanted to sit in that juiciness and right, not sure, sure. kind of. Uh, 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 uh. But then again, through through becoming friends with um, jazz students yeah. and watching their discipline, did I learn? And then with the then they became professors. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. So watching that that scene. Um, I, re- I learned the, the meaning of practice okay. and so I, I've been playing for the last I'd say decidedly
0: last five years really been playing and what, piano, or
1: piano what? and uh, ukulele actually okay. I fell in love with a tenor ukulele so
0: a, ukuleles have become popular all of a sudden it's great is
1: it, I don't know what happened yeah
0: is it the convenience of it, like what, what, yeah. it what draws you to the ukulele for
1: me it was convenience I um, and also my hands are small and right. it helped me get the calluses uh, in a lot you know Sure, by yeah. um, it's also the portability because I travel so much right, I play on ferries and I can cool, play cool. I even play on the plane sometimes or uh, you but know yeah, road trip. That's it, right?
0: yeah, that's cool that's yeah cool. and then visiting people's houses you know I can play sure uh, well, you mentioned earlier about like the, the truth coming out of the music and I, I find that interesting because I interview a lot of punk bands on this show just yeah. because there's a lot of them in Winnipeg yes. and um, the kind of idea of three chords and the truth is very strong kind of punk rock ethic right it's like it doesn't matter how you play it is as long as you are putting forward and that seems to be kind of something you're, you've been saying all along yes. I mean is, is the idea is, is the message and the natural way it's delivered is, is, is how it how comes through Agreed. so I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't in a million years associate punk rock with what you're doing but I think there's some connections that maybe people wouldn't think of sonically but in terms of attitude or you
1: exactly know. exactly you said it right it's, I, I don't sonically um, align with punk rock no. but philosophically Sure yeah like yeah. these were particularly mm, do I date myself and sort of say particularly really um, like underground yeah. you know what i'm saying no. like they they are revolutionaries in my mind sure yeah and it doesn't matter what they it's the en- again energy right yep. that word I yep. just yep. keeps coming out of my mouth it's so um, the energy of of a of a punk rock i had a friend um, I don't know the name of his band. He's changed so many bands with a, with a guitar player, um, Kyle got Kyle Halderson, and then Danny Perper, who were really into. I don't know if it's punk, but like, ah, um, oh, it was like. Classical. It was so... What would you call it? Progressive rock. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were progressive rock. And I went for the first time um, to see them play because they were friends and he was dating a friend. And, and I, I was shocked at how intricate it was. Yeah. But again, and their, the intensity and the energy. Now, I don't sonically... No, not at all. At all. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, the energy of it. Same with um, real spoken word artists who are trying to change the world. Right. They give me strength. Right. I just really want to... I just freaking want to change the world. <laughs>
0: it's a good, I'm good like, goal no, no, It's no. a very good goal. But I mean, even... Not to dwell on the punk thing, because you're clearly not a punk artist, but like jazz is... Shares a lot of things with punk rock in terms of pushing the envelope. And it it just, did once upon a yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess it still has the potential to, but a lot, but, and, and spoken word as well, because it's something that's completely its own separate thing and it's kind of wide open as far as where it can, where it can yeah. go.
1: Well, that's it. it and, and it comes up for me when you say that, that the, there's a, the one parallel, it, it, another parallel is, um, it's like, emotive. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You can show up as you are. Yeah, for sure. You show up as you are. In fact, the more raw you are, the better. And it may not think that way when you're used to sort of like real festival jazz, perhaps, yeah. um, which is nothing. that's beautiful, or like people who are um, redoing, you know, the Broadway songs. Right, so playing
0: classics in their own yeah. yeah
1: then their own way. Then then that's amazing. But there's also the you know. Um, there's also the people who are just putting themselves into yeah. the sound,
0: feeling over technicality. Almost yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or the, tech, the technicality is, forgot, is so into the ingrained that. Right, they combine;
0: you can't separate the feeling yeah. from the yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Woke up too early. A tear on my cheek. Predicting the parting Keeping me weak Want to believe in The song that you sing Hope keeps me running Giving more than you bring I read all your letters Memorize every line Write to make it better And dance by your side Come back for the crush Addicted to your pain Craving the rush I can't do it again bright, so to never hurt you, I'll stay out of sight, I pray for your heart, to set your doubt free, forgive from the start, and be brave for me.
0: And that's another interesting thing about, about I mean, talking about jazz is that um, I find that vocal jazz is almost a separate thing from instrumental jazz a lot of the time. And I think it's, unfortunately, it kind of gets pigeonholed, and people have this idea, I, I'm sure you disagree, but people have this idea of vocal jazz being a very kind of easy listening sort of thing, and it's because of how it's often presented. I mean, you can say saxophone, and you can point to all these examples of people going way out there and doing crazy things yeah that, that are just kind of more well-known, but I, don't, I think vocals there's a misperception maybe that it's just this kind of safe um at all contemporary sort of vibe right I, I don't no you know
1: why it's I think and that's a really deep question about the sort of authenticity of vocal jazz versus um other wind instruments first of all um I want to say not in a defensive way but you know things like woodwinds or they, they're trying to emulate it comes from the right. sound like it all started right. with the the the, the sound Um, and it's really hard to present yourself vocally like uh, I guess what I want to say is not very many people do it well sure and I can't say that I do it well um, in terms of improvisation and vocal jazz. Right. It's a huge, huge discipline to be able to do that. And not that many people do it well. And the reason why you see more of the, I think, Kay. again, my new catchphrase, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. in my opinion. Well, I should have
0: clarified that on mine too, my Yeah,
1: yeah. There. The reason why you end up finding a lot of vocalists who are at a, it seems like a different thing than, say, a, a trumpet player, yeah. is because I can show up and learn a song. Way faster than someone can show up learning trumpet. Sure,
0: that makes sense. Yeah? It's
1: fast. Yeah. I can, I can, I can listen to Frank Sinatra and learn, you know, "Fly Me to the Moon," and yep. and then sing it in a moment. Whereas I a, a trumpet player has to really—it's a whole different thing—to solo and to right. learn the chord changes and what does this mean. And so, for a vocalist to actually dig into a song at that level. Yeah. You really have to want to do it because you don't have to. Sure. Yeah. She, no, and it's yeah. funny we just saw like Sheena Ritai just came on. I'm just pressing done. Oh yeah. Who's, who's an is. amazing vocalist who yeah. does that work. Right. Right. But she, you know, there's 25 who don't have to. Right. But you can learn a tune and it's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with just learning a tune and presenting it. Yeah. There's. It's just different to answer your question. Sure, it's sure. just different to actually dig into that song and everybody else who's sung it and then find your own way and then learn to play it and then present it. Right. It's a Whole different thing. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you end up, yeah, you know, with a different thing. Right. Or you said smooth, smooth jazz is yeah. what you it's said. That,
0: that, and that's. It's just you have to dig. You yeah. have to dig for a really great vocalist. And I think that they're obviously they're out there, right? I mean, oh, uh, yeah. for me, I mean, I, I do listen to a lot of jazz, but it's something I got into re- fairly recently, and I'm just starting to kind of dig in deeper into what I like and, and find out, you know. Uh, and I think that vocals is, is not really an area I've got into in that way. I mean, sax players, sure, I, I got all kinds of stuff I like, you know, bass players, things like that, but. Actual vocalists. I haven't really gone past any kind of basic level there, so mm. I, I don't know. I, I think I have to take a deep dive into that at some point.
1: I agree, and I'll certainly give you some some ideas of. I mean, I'm personally, i personally. Mean, we could say Sarah Vaughan, right. you know. Um, and I mean, Sarah Vaughan is that's more kind of the one that comes out sure. because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's a f- the whole the whole Neil deal, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Kurt Elling challenges me all the time. So, but there's more, even more. Can do Lila. You know, there's Lila Bela. She just. I don't think she does improvisation but there's a lot but yeah you kind of have to listen to like late night yeah. you know CKUW jazz yeah, totally. you know what I mean to find well
0: like, that's oh the best thing about God. campus radio too is you can just find and, and online radio as well you can find the weirdest stuff that you would never it, it wouldn't come up to you because it, you just don't have any frame reference for it right? So yeah
1: yeah and also to be able to open it up like I know um, actually I think it's UMFM sorry yeah. but UMFM on Friday night um, has this wonderful DJ who play, um you know plays um, contemporary soul music—that's right. not what you might think. Right. You know, Aretha Franklin, God love her. We yeah. all learned so much. But Christina Aguilera—I yeah, yeah. don't know—it's just different. It's an
0: underground thing happening. There's but, a whole yeah, other thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, you have to yeah. dig for it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, do you—that th- does being kind of associated with the jazz scene in Winnipeg does that does that kind of open you up to a wider audience than it would be if you were? I mean, because, of, because of what mm-hmm. you're presenting is beyond just a concert, beyond just one genre, does having that connection help you to kind of generate interest in something like this, or
1: yeah so again with the concept of jazz right that word jazz yeah. and we just finished talking about the word truth well, and the word so God and the too. word love yeah. the word jazz is so big yeah. because we're, then we can talk about again revolutionary people we can go all the way back to holler songs and
0: it encompasses so much right, right? Yeah. Before, You
1: know, the, 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 the reason that blues came was from like let's tell yeah. the truth about ah
2: right? however
1: ah comes out for you yeah. so when I say that I'm a, a jazz Musician, I have in my mind saying, Ah, you're not really as disciplined as a jazz musician, and especially with vocals and all the things We're we just finished saying. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, but I want to tell the truth, I want to align myself with that revolution, you're right? and I want to be so in the moment that I touch whatever is, it, you know, whatever it touches that's the truth in you. Sure,
0: sure. And if I can do that, then I've done my job. That's good, that's good, yeah. I mean, in terms of the community here, though, in Winnipeg, I mean, from what I've... I, I haven't interviewed a ton of jazz musicians, but I've had a few on the show, and it seems like there is a very tight-knit community in the sense that everyone plays on each other's records, everyone kind of sits in with each other, and does it, do you do you feel part of that? Like, even though you're back and forth from Winnipeg? and. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Do I feel part of the jazz community here? Yeah. Yes, very much. And because you played
0: the you played the festival sometimes and yeah.
1: yeah. Paul Nolan mostly because he was an acoustically inclined fan. Okay, and that I, helps. Right? I shouldn't be <laughs> self downing, but yeah. he he was such a supporter of my music and my process. Okay. And so um, I feel a real part of the music community here in general. Okay. So I've certainly been drawn to the jazz circle because of. Um, access. Right. And my I really love jazz music. But you know, Brothers Landreth
0: just oh, Yeah, they're very good. You yeah. know
1: what I mean? And and like I was saying, um, you know, Soul James who is she does jazz but she does soul, but she does country, but she does folk, but she right. does she's just a brilliant, just a
0: genius. So um so yes. <laughs> <laughs> just a general yes, yeah that's cool. That's cool. So um because they're so inviting. Right, right, right. right. Well, I think that's the Winnipeg music scene in general. That's it, it seems like people are, regardless of what kind of style that's you it. play, people are willing to have you or throw you on the show or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, it win- yeah. Winnipeg musicians want you to win. Yeah, because they want themselves to win. So having everyone win. Oh, yeah. Wins, oh yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the that's reason. It's true, true, true. sure. true, um, You said you're in, in town for the season. So uh, are you planning more in the future to, after this one, or is this sort of the focus mm. for now and then?
2: Yeah,
1: so uh, this is a focus. This particular project launched on the 10th. I will take the pieces and introvert again. Right. And so, like I said, turn them
0: into whatever they turn into. Turn of? that
1: into, a, yeah, well, a, a product, right? Right. Monetizing art. Right.
0: Yeah. Which is always hard. This is my
1: challenge. Yeah. Um I will play jazz again, right? I, I've got a project with Jonathan Alexia that's we've been playing in and out of for okay. many years. Okay. Um, called Me and Johnny. So we do it more, but that's more of a cabaret and right. 50s, 60s, and we're like Dean and Jerry, and, okay, yeah, and you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, or Rosemary Clooney and. And, uh, and Mel Torme, you know, just right. sort of that fun. Throwback so kind of. Throwback yeah. and I get to wear crinoline and I will <laughs> up to wear wigs and right, he's right. just hilarious and genius musician. So we take out our musicality and and we do the jazz arrangements and so on and right. improvise and, and add other pieces. But this particular project, which I'm calling Fearless, Fearless. Um, I won't be playing out that much. So this okay. show is... is virtually one of a
0: kind. This is where you see it, if you this want is, to see it, yeah. This is
1: it, and I don't know where it will evolve from there okay. specifically. I just know that this is the first time I'm I'm literally taking my heart out.
0: and, and yeah. Right, right. Everyone take a look and yeah, take a piece of it. Yeah. Where, um, who, who's, who's playing with you at the show? Kevin Waters okay. on drums. He's a
1: new cat uh, who's who's here studying and just has a really special feel. Very groove-based. And, and he's the kind of guy that when you talk to, he's so chill Right. everything is like, yeah, yeah, he's the, you know, super chill kind of guy. And you see him on stage and he's just, he's uh, watching and so in the moment and so right. intense. So I can't wait, it's my first that's, gig with him. Okay, so that's cool, yeah, yeah. And then on the other extreme, Gilles Fournier, who is, when I say other extreme, meaning he's just as intense, but I've been playing with him forever. Right, so you have the connection already. Right, and they've never played a gig okay, together. Okay, So that's going to be really... cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, super cool. And then uh, Kevin, um, I mean uh, Keith Price on guitar. He's
0: been on the show twice before. I've had him. Very, very cool guy. Great music, too. His so. album is incredible. The most recent one, yeah.
1: Yeah, and yeah. he's a surprising, you know, like, uh, very Buddhist in my sense. Very okay. present... Very accepting, very open-hearted. Definitely, right. So, and we were talking earlier about why—why why did I choose these people? Yeah. it has a lot to do with that heart as well as their extreme skill.
0: Well, and when I've had him on here before too, we've talked at length about how he's influenced by stuff you wouldn't even expect a jazz artist to be. I mean, you mentioned earlier, it's kind of pulling from a lot of different areas. Exactly. So that's yeah. A good, a good fit, probably. To, exactly. Yeah. So he's—he's
1: he's, you know Bill Frizzell and Radiohead. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then and then Keith Price, yes. Yeah. Keith Price, Ness. Right. And uh, and Jonathan Jonathan Alexi, who plays piano and has okay. very. Various projects around town he's a bit of a he's not out there and he's not trying any. he's not trying to do anything right. he's just he's johnny cool and so he and I, I he's the kind of guy that you almost want to try and trick him to call as a vocalist to, to like come in at a spontaneous part he catches you every time Oh, cool. i it doesn't matter he will catch me all of them yeah. so i feel like there's a blank there's a, a real pillow of of uh, beautiful artistry that i can lean back on and then shine
0: yeah how much uh, How much time has gone into preparing for this? I mean obviously, aside from writing all the material and all that, but in terms of just preparing for the show how oh much? okay specifically yeah. uh,
1: I've met with Keith uh, three times and Jonathan four times okay. individually. And then I met with Kevin once, and Gilles uh, I've spoken to. Okay. But the actual putting the whole band together happens on Monday
0: for oh, the first time. that's cool. That's very cool. So, and that's very close to the show, too. It's so, very close, I know. And then there's two even closer to the show.
1: And I haven't heard these songs this. You know, this is right. the first time I'll get to hear them this way, with this much uh, practice and forethought. And me, it's difficult because, and and you know, my best friend will really challenges me. Uh, I was talking about in Calgary. My best friend will say to me. You're letting your ah. Yeah, that's not you. You know what I mean. Right. He'll he'll say where are you in this, and and what that means is that I have to be really confident and sure, sure. and trust that I can that I can explain to them what I want and not be judged negatively, yeah. which I never am. But you know the but mind. it's a personal project too, right? It's very yeah. personal, yeah. and the mind gets in the way. And I and I like I said, I I have musical insecurities in terms of instrumentation. And
0: you're dealing with people who are who you, are,
1: yeah. go, you know, rich. These are masters for sure. So what
0: kind of direction are you giving them then? Because you've only kind of a talked lot to them individually. This. Yeah. Uh. Is that really what it is? Just kind of saying this is how I'm Playing
1: I'll... and this is please do it this way. And then a lot of um, explaining explaining in abstract ways, which they're okay. so patient
2: with. Right. And they're
0: probably you know? used to that too. Being I, the type of musicians that they are there. I would imagine they have at least some experience kind of taking ideas and turning them into...
1: And I, I can be very esoteric So uh, luckily they understand that right. In fact, they will also challenge me Are you sure? What sure. about this chord? And I'll say, yeah And they'll be like, are you sure? No <laughs> <laughs> And then let me play it for you again Let me play it for you right. This is what I want And I know it might not And then they sort it So it's been a cool. lot of um, Please hear me Please yeah. hear me please yeah. And so maybe
0: that's another mantra that I, I embrace I, I Please hear me when I gets in a situation like this too they 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 know that this is your project and they're just gonna kind of facilitate it, right? You're like gonna they're, yeah. they're yeah. performing. Oh, it's my
1: you, own mind. Yeah, it's, it's not them. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> they're just, it's my they're own just, mind. They just
0: work there, right? That's yeah, yeah. yeah. So if people um, are hearing you for the first time on this show, hopefully they, they aren't. But if they are, what's the best thing for them to do to find out more about your music, find out more about the show, things like that.
1: I have a lot of Facebook Feeds right now, like this is on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so there's a lot of those on my thread and on my artist page and on the event page. I think those are the most recent. There are things you can YouTube that are more recent, but because every show I've done over the last, you know, a couple of decades is so different, you can't really judge me from what I did with Acoustically Inclined, and I did an electronic project, and I've done a cabaret project, and I, you know what I'm saying? So. It's,
0: it's So it's, it's, they're getting you at a certain time and place, right? Yeah. Find you, yeah.
1: So, you know, there's a one you could Google called Tell Me that okay. I think, even though it was for my last project, it's still very much my voice and my heart and my energy sure. and my lyricism and my poeticism. And then my website. You can read um, a lot of my stance and my opinion and my poetry right. on my website. And what's the address for your
0: Mirablack.com. Okay. You definitely seem like the type of person who it would almost be good to talk to directly if someone's interested in what you're doing I thought I was going to say
1: I resisted saying like well just ask
0: me yeah. no but it seems like I mean just because of the way you're explaining it here I mean I've never met you before but it, this it works right yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like you're getting through the, the ideas behind what you're doing and, and, and all that so I think That's you it. might be a good uh, person to approach.
1: It's the eye-to-eye, eye, yeah, right? It that's helps. my it helps. practice. Yeah. It's the eye-to-eye, eye, the heart-to-heart, heart, the energy, energy again. And so that's why I have so much trouble with records. Sure. You yeah. know, I'm recording albums. So it's really about live. And these days, live music is not the thing.
0: Live is music's not the thing. Because you have to actually get away from your computer screen and go Computer and,
1: screen, yep. you have to be out and engaging with people. You yep. have to pay a lot of money. Yep. Um, and... You
0: know, this—it's so easy with stereos and personal. You Absolutely, know. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're here; we are doing the podcast that people are going to have in their ears, listen to it on their own while they're walking or bussing or whatever yeah. they're doing. Right? So, connectivity is—is yeah. is it's another part of what I do as a storyteller, as yeah. a
1: troubadour, as you know, my own piece of healing that I'm putting out in the world. I need you there. Yeah, sure. I need sure. you in front of me. I need you to come out and 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 give me yourself for a couple of hours. Cool. And do you want to just remind everyone when the show is and, and how they can get mm-hmm. tickets and all of that? September 10, the Franco-Manitoban Cultural Centre in the theatre. Cool. And tickets are online at my, on my website. There's no online fees. It's just a direct to my PayPal. Okay. And then there'll be we will call at the door. Uh, there will be tickets at the door. How much are tickets? Uh, it's $20. $20, okay. And then we'll give away tickets uh, on your show. Oh, but it's too late. It'll be, be too late,
0: yeah. But I mean, you give away tickets elsewhere, though, right? I mean, yes. i sure I heard you on uh, on Ashley's show the other day. On That's New right. Ashley gives some away,
1: yeah. and uh, I'll be on CBC. And yeah, right. so cool, cool. again online. And, you know, I mean, and I if you really can't afford to go and you really want to go yeah. and you're feeling called to this yeah. project yeah. and to my art and to my heart inbox me and let's talk about it yeah. maybe there's an energy exchange you know cool. or something you cool know.
0: Well, it's, uh, I like that too. It's, uh, it's, good. it's good it's good to hear um, if people want to hear more episodes of this show go to witchpolice.com all 240 some episodes are there for free download and streaming and uh, you can hear the show on Sunday nights at midnight, which is the prime time to listen to the radio on UMFM. Uh, those are older episodes that kind of get a second wind. So even though it's late August now when we're recording this, this might air in January or something, right? Okay. And then people will have missed the show, but they'll still be hearing <laughs> you talk about it and maybe they'll want to look you up and find more information. Yes, so.
1: please come and find me. Uh, in other ways,
0: your support is always, always gratefully accepted. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. It's, thank it's you interesting. For your time. I'm looking forward to hearing some of yourself.
1: Well, you'll come to the show.
0: I'd like to, yes, for nice. sure. Nice. Cool. Thanks a lot. Thank you.
2: The way We took a chance, I miss the way You asked for my hand, I miss the way I miss the way I miss the call Just to say hello I miss the call Thinking I miss the call To make sure I know I miss the call I miss the call This yeah. yeah. I said I would leave dealing, I miss our life, when day-to-day dreaming, I miss our life, each moment we're stealing, I miss our life, I miss our life.